That means that our body has the, the adaptive immune potential to remember what it's been exposed to or what it's seen in the past. And even if it's not exactly the same, it has a memory to be able to look at the similarities and make adjustments and create antibodies. To me, that's extraordinary. Do you have any kind of idea or perspective on sports? I mean, you started baseball at a really young age. Oh yeah, I think we should start kids at six months and have them on every sport forever and ever, 24-7, <laughs> 365. And I think your whole work start should today. be spent on making money to pay for that. Let's talk about a new system. Well, they're bringing it on us, right? They've 90% of all the central banks globally, they're gonna come in with messaging like this is the amazing white knight on a shiny horse coming in to save the day, right? Well, no. I've been reading um, in The Lancet and in other journals how experts have started to do this U-turn on natural immunity. And we've, we've kind of always believed yeah. that the body, you give it what it needs, it can heal itself, and it's well-armed and has this wonderful immune system that has the ability to uh, fight infection. Now, the British Medical Journal in The Lancet, they recently published an article stating that protection from past infection against reinfection from the pre-Omicron variants was very high and remained high even after 40 weeks. So I find that very um, awesome that there has be become an honor to the immune system's ability to stand up against these foreign invaders. Well, you know, this is interesting that they're doing a U-turn on something. You know, my statement on that for a long time has been, well, okay, you're finally turning back to uh, common sense. Um, th this, and I, I want to explain the immune system so people can get this because it's 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 a very complicated system. But if it is, if you take what I'm saying as a story, and it'll make sense, right? So, God made the world and everything in it to be inhabited by man woman, humans. And so everything in the world is created by the hand of God, including viruses, all of them. So we, we can't say that something mankind created something because mankind can't create because you're using the created thing to create from. Okay, so our immune system is really this intricate, detailed military of Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, Space Force, internal, covert, overt operations, and even its ability to sense intruders, like border security. Side note, greatest border security we should have is right here in our mouth. You know what you put in it, by the way. Um, Either help you know, your immune system or you yeah. hurt it by what you allow across the border. But our immune system is so cool that it's, its ability to to see something that it hasn't seen before and adjust to it. And here's what they're talking about, the adjustment to it. it our immune system has a memory. In other words, this has been shown, you know, with SARS-CoV-1 back in 2003, 
we didn't have the media push around this vaccine push around that one for a lot of different reasons but they were able to show people that had a SARS-CoV-1 antibody that exposed the brave souls to the SARS-CoV-2 antibody or SARS-CoV-2 virus what we're talking about here and they found that they were able to adapt and create antibodies of that based upon the similarities of SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2. So what does all that mean? That means that our body has the, the adaptive immune potential to remember what it's been exposed to or what it's seen in the past. And even if it's not exactly the same, it has a memory to be able to look at the similarities and make adjustments and create antibodies. To me, that's extraordinary. But that's something we probably already knew or should have known, right? Well, I think we ha have learned that through all of the time with science and medicine. And thank the good Lord that we have That's come right. as far as we have with science and with medicine that we have the ability to understand the body's yep. capabilities. Yeah, and I think that's where our shortcoming is. I mean, you and I have talked about this many times. We are not anti-vax people. We don't look at vaccines as, as bad, nor do we think the science thought process in trying to create them was bad. Now, if something becomes all about money and less about people, that's always going to be that's bad. To that's a totally different story. Totally. But but what happens is, is what we're trying to do with vaccines is you're trying to create this, this entry point of these things that we just talked about that the body hasn't seen before and try to initiate the body to create the antibody to that, right? And so that's fascinating to me is why... If the system works right, like it should, the body should be able to adapt absent those things. It should be. Now, again, why are our bodies not adapting like it should be? Well, that's a... Again, yeah, well, that, that's yeah. one of the things that you alluded to is border security. Totally. If we're not taking care of what we take across the border, meaning put in our mouth, which goes into our system and it's seen by our immune system, if it doesn't provide the nutrients, the phytonutrients, phytochemicals, yep. the, the the fiber that feeds the micro, gut microbiome and keeps it in a healthy balance, how is the immune system ever really supposed to stand a chance to to fight? Well, it, it, it's not. And But I appreciate what the Lancet and the British Journal of Medicine are saying there, that maybe we've underestimated the ability of the natural immune system to adapt appropriately. Maybe we're getting in too big of a hurry on things. Maybe we need to rethink what we thought that was true, that we needed that much assistance through multiple, you know, vaccines. Maybe there's some there in the middle that we need to understand that there's an ability of the body that we don't understand all the way yet, meaning that it can adapt in ways that we're never going to get. And you and I are okay with that. I'm okay with not understanding everything. And I don't need to, because I never will. And what I find exciting is that at the Functional Medical Institute, where we walk people down a pathway of healing, we help them uh, put in place some of those things with border yeah. security and make better choices for themselves so that if those little aggressive invaders come a-knocking, the immune system stands a chance to fight. Yeah, and we had um, tremendous success... Um, with the COVID situation, we did because we really effectively treated the body with the way like, what can we do to make our natural immunity work better? We weren't saying this is bad or good. We're saying, what can we do to improve that? And we did. And we saw people get, um, well, 
a lot better because of it, I think. So whatever you choose to do is fine, but make sure you choose to put in the body what it needs to do what it's supposed to do so that your own immune system that we confirm now science is proving can execute its massive strength and perhaps your internal military can work a little bit better. That's kind of kind of right, don't you think? Absolutely. So if you want to find us, reach out, Sherwood.tv. We'd love to help you walk down a pathway of healing. Kids in sports, how much is too much? We'll look into it next. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze. And, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood. Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve? Well, that's the thing about change too. Change we have to be as consistent as possible. And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit. Before you know it, real transformation is evident to you and others. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life. And we'll auto ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today. The body's amazing at recovery, so you want to give it every chance, no matter what time it is. So in that context, no, it's certainly never too uh, late. You're never too old to start trying to be healthy. No matter where you are in terms of your health, that you can turn this around. It's never too late to start a wellness program and it's never too late to reach your healthcare goals. I, there's an old adage um, and I'm not sure where it came from but I really do like it. And they say um, the, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. We just want people to hang on to hope. We are hope dealers and if you are not paying attention to the four foundational pillars of health physical emotional intellectual and spiritual eventually it is going to catch up if we get all those four areas right and we do it right we see a dynamic occur in the middle called wellness and that's where people uh, get better their health is really going to return as a side effect of wellness Yeah, I've been asked a few questions by parents recently as we've seen sports become more and more 
uh, in the lifestyles of children, which is great. But then I have parents asking me, you know, well, how much is too much? Um, how, how young is too young? What becomes the balance with parents and families? And, you know, they're going from not just cheer, they're going gymnastics and they got to play um, pole vaulting and then they got to do track and baseball and, you know, the, the list goes on. Do you have any kind of idea or perspective on sports? I mean, you started baseball at a really young age. Oh, yeah. I think we should start kids at six months and have them on every sport forever and ever, 24-7, <laughs> 365. And I think your whole work start should today. be spent on making money to pay for that. No, no, really. Um, I started, I remember uh, playing t-ball, you know, and I was probably seven, something like that. And Starting at that age is is late today. I mean, today kids are starting at three. Three or younger. Or younger, and then there's all this push or emphasis on it. And I can tell you this, you know, there's some benefits to that, and there's a lot of liabilities to that. And the liabilities I don't think people think about, but benefits, obviously, you know, um, children being involved in team sports where it's not about, you know, there, there's a dependence on you to do your job. And it's not all about you as a lone person. I think teamwork is good there. I think understanding that your coaches should be um, respected. In other words, people in authority, respect them. Um, and I think probably, too, uh, activity, you know, being better shaped today. With We've talked about this before with obesity in children being today, you know, like one in four. Yes, getting um, them moving is better than sitting at the TV or the you bet. Um, Xbox playing uh, without moving. Yeah, and I think learning to learning to win and learning to lose and handle both with respect and dignity and honor is a good thing, you know. So these are good things you get from it, but what I see today, the downside of it is, is it stresses the parents out so much that it sort of catastrophically destroys their own health. I've seen that before. What am I supposed to do? I'm taking little Johnny these things and all I have is fast food. I'm thinking, well, you're creating that. It, what What is that tone setting for little Johnny with little Johnny as he becomes um, daddy Johnny and husband Johnny? And what's he going to do with his kids or her kids? I mean, it becomes a problem over time. And how many people are, you know, get right down to it. Are they doing that so that little Johnny gets a, um, an athletic scholarship or becomes professional? Because, look, that window is about that big. And one in what, a million or something like that? It's like not effectively the best goal to have. Although I appreciate what athletics has done in my life in helping me work through those things, those benefits. Today, I have a huge question about if that's wisdom to start your kids that early. And if that's wisdom to let little kids do everything that they want to do, and because right now we're not seeing that effectively play out towards good work product, right? The workforce, we're not seeing it uh, played out with good health either really today. So we definitely, when we're putting kids in sports, we want to maybe make sure they're doing one or two activities and not all of them. We want to make sure that it's likely not destroying the family unit. That's right. That we're not just running and gunning and not taking time as a family. It also sounds like the excessive amount of uh, engagement in activities for the young can destroy the nutritional intake of the young if we're just going through the drive-through yep. to continue to get somebody to the next event without taking time for 
our health. Yeah, and I've seen this before, this story play out where, you know, the, the parents are split up. You know, you're taking them one way and I'm going in a different direction and we don't see each other except maybe in passing on a, on a Sunday morning sometime. And I've watched the relationship between husband and wife get fragmented and destroyed by that. And I've seen this a lot, too, with little Johnny. I'm using little Johnny as an example. That little boy is busy in everything, by the way. We've, He's busy. <laughs> but, He's a busy boy. You know, they're active, and the, the metabolism in a child is different from adults. So, you know, little kids eating fast food may not show physical effects of disease processes, although they're getting them earlier yeah. today. Um, but you're seeing the parents suffer, and they end up in our office. And they're wondering, what do I do? Because I'm running, I'm stressed out, I'm not getting sleep, and their health is getting horrific. And we've seen that happen with men and women, haven't we? We, we certainly have. So I think the, the balance is, is choosing a couple, Yep. sports per child, making sure that yeah, the parents' lifestyle stays intact, and making sure that the parents are able to help that trickle down to the child so the child doesn't actually end up burnt out. Well, and from a parent standpoint, and probably it goes into personal standpoint, um, there's benefit to saying yes, um, but there's equal benefit to saying no. And sometimes we say yes too much because we don't want to deal with uh, the backlash of saying no, and that's to our kids. But sometimes the greatest lesson they can learn is how to handle no. And no is the best answer many times. It doesn't need to be the right answer, but use a little bit of wisdom out there a little bit because ultimately if we're if we become chronic yesaholics, you know, which people are, that is a is a major subject that kids learn. They don't learn how to deal with disappointments. They don't learn how to deal with no. Any good father, any good mother is gonna learn how to say no appropriately. And if athletics or the cost they're in are, are just taking the the complete focus away from your family and health, um, learn to say no and find some balance there. So if you're a parent out there and you need to find some balance in your life, we'd be glad to help. You can find us on Sherwood.tv. That's right, Sherwood.tv. And we can show you the way, maybe help you find that balance. When is too much too much for a child? Where do you put them? Which ones do you put them in? How do you find a healthy lifestyle for yourself as you're raising a family? We want to add life to your years and have health in your life. Up next, our financial guru, Kirk Elliott, gives us advice on what you need to know at this time in history. Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad. We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food. We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity. Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. Hello, I'm Kevin Sorbo. Now there's an old saying, it's not what you know, but who you know that matters. Now that's true in our careers, spiritual life, and when it comes to our health and overall well-being. Today, most of us know a lot of information about health and nutrition, but are we really doing anything with it? So here's what I've learned from working with Drs. Michelle and Mark Sherwood. They're the founders of the Functional Medical Institute. You need a wellness plan that's customized based on your unique needs. Now remember, 
Real change can only happen when you address the whole person. That is exactly what Mark and Michelle do, and why they are people you should know. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. Find out at Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo. That's Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo, or just see the link below. Have a great day, and God bless. I could use your assistance. Okay. Um, Jesus. Huh? I, my name is Jesus. <laughs> sure. Jesus. Jesus is here today. You, uh, you looking for a job? Yes, sir. You and Mark have 45 days before the bank forecloses. Not to worry. They do not call me by God buyer for nothing. The collection plate starts to be passed around. Mark reaches into the basket and shouts, you and your family are the winner from the first church of the Lotto. Kind of think of it like a high stakes bingo night. Ever this video of the diaper is going viral right before our eyes. This is a miracle. What, what is? Friends of Faith has over 300,000 followers. Oh my dad! That's more followers than Moses had. Jesus! Take the wheel! Say no, Stop take it. the wheel! I got it! I got it, buddy! Hey Mark, it's great to be with you again. And um, we've all been talking about the globalists and their plans for a, a big global reset and what that means for, for a long time now. Well, starting on January 16th, for one week, they were all meeting the, the, the G7, the G20, the IMF, the World Economic Forum, um, all the big globalist policy leaders globally were meeting in Davos, Switzerland, like they do every single year. They had this confab, right? So what were they talking about, right? Well, before they even met, their notes came out, you know, the outline, this is what we're going to talk about to all you people that are here, right? All the, the globalists, and we've got Republicans and Democrats and politicians there. They're all meeting. And what are they talking about? What did they talk about, right? So according to the World Economic Forum website, these are the topics. And, and again, like I've said before, words have meaning, right? So let's listen to these words. They're, they're bullet points. They're going to address the current energy and food crisis in the context of a new system for energy, climate, and nature. They're going to address the current high inflation, low growth, high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure address the current industry headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies for private sector innovation and resilience. They're going to address the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skills, and care. And they're going to address the current geopolitical risk in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. It's like, what's all this talk about a new system? Well, they're bringing it on us, right? They've 90% of all the central banks globally are now starting to issue central or going down the path of a central bank digital currency. Now, they're going to come in with messaging like this is the amazing white knight on a shiny horse coming in to save the day, right? Well, no, this is not what it's about. All that a central bank digital currency is is cryptocurrency. It's a digital version of the paper money that they already print. However, so 
they can print just as many dollars as they want, right? Or as many yen or as many euro as they want. They can issue as many digital version of that currency as well because there's no tangible backing behind it. So it's going to do nothing to address the inflationary pressures. But here's the deal, Mark. For you know the old saying, never let a good crisis go to waste. Okay, nobody would want a system where your digital social profile, what you spend money on, what your religion is, who you donate to, what church you give to, what political party you give to, how you spend your money, have you been vaxxed or not vaxxed, right? All of this is part of our digital social profile. And if they don't like it, because it's programmable money, they have the authority to shut off your ability to buy or sell. This is what a digital social profile attached to a central bank digital currency does. So when they're talking about a new system, this is the system they're talking about. How do I know that it's not some other system? Because further on in their notes, they talk about how this, this is going to be a new normal, how they have to talk about a global coalition for digital safety because there's big efforts that we need to tackle here. They need to talk about applying human rights to the digital world. Why? Because they know that their system is going to strip away our privacy, our freedom, and our rights. And so they need to talk about how are we going to tackle this when we're going to have a ton of opposition from stripping people of their freedom and their privacy completely. So this is what's going on politically. And all of our investments, Mark, are, we are a combination of some puzzle pieces the political puzzle piece, the economic puzzle piece, the social puzzle piece, right? They all get put together. And this is what I do. And what we do at our firm is put those puzzle pieces together and strategically put together a system to get out of the path of this hurricane and safely reallocate to get out of the system where you're not just a digital number, where your programmable money can shut you off from buying or selling, right? So how do you do that? With tangible assets like gold and silver, that not only have we talked about in the past how they're great investments, I mean, they're they're booming, but they're also, in this respect, um, also instrumental in protecting your religious freedom, your personal freedom, your political freedom, your economic freedom, your health freedom, because it's private. They're private transactions. So, so call our office. You know, Mark, you and I talk a lot about this, and, and every one of the viewers should give us a call because we can strategically map out. It's a free consultation, your strategy for success so you can thrive. And all you have to do is go to kirkelliotphd.com forward slash Sherwood, or you can just give our office a call 720-605-3900 and say Dr. Mark sent you. Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad. We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food. We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity. Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable Kingdom Fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now.